Today I have a special video for you featuring Misty. She is filing her own divorce without an attorney. Misty is a former paralegal and she's been a stay-at-home mom for the last 11 years, but she filed her own divorce. So today we're going to find out exactly how she did it and what that looks like. So let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and CPTSDFoundation.org. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. So hey Misty, how are you? I'm good, how are you? <laughs> Can't complain. First of all, let's start here. How did you find me, Queen Being, my videos or however we how did you connect with me in the first place i was searching to figure out what happened in my life uh, i was married to a narcissist covert narcissist for 12 years oh. i thought everything was my fault i thought it was because i had a traumatic brain injury that i didn't remember things correctly and he just used that to his advantage so I started looking at, into it after we separated and he had told me that he had been an opioid user for the entire time we were together and I didn't know. I knew he took things for pain every once in a while, but I didn't know he was snorting them up his nose. But I knew it was so much more than just the addiction because when he got out of detox, he was still the same person. That's when I decided I would look it up and then I found you. I read Psychopath for free and then learned about narcissism and then I started researching that and then found you and here I am now. The rest is history as they say. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so one of the things that when we first kind of met, we started talking about was you said, you said, well, we kind of virtually met. You said you were filing your own divorce. How does that work? So you're not using an attorney, right? No, not at all. Most states have where you can print the legal forms and all you have to do is read the directions and fill it out. And, you know, I've learned some things. I went to school to be a paralegal, but I've learned that, okay, some of these things have to be done a certain way. I wasn't a divorce paralegal. I did insurance when I first got out of school. But being that I hadn't worked in the field in 11 years since I stopped working when everything got bad, I, did, I wasn't sure I could do it by myself. But here I am, my divorce is tomorrow the final hearing. Um, he's in default, so I'm confident that what, what I've asked for, I probably will get. I worry that the sole custody I asked for might not be approved. And then I also filed my own domestic violence injunction in May. Tell me about that. He was gone. He left the state in January and then came back in May for one of his daughter's graduations. And while he was here, he texted me to see if he could see our daughters. And I was like, you know, no, I don't think it's a good idea right now. I'd like to have the court papers in place first. He hadn't seen them in five months anyway, so, and was only contacting me to bully me or to, you know, put me down or to try and hoover me, to get me to be nice or manipulate me with money or whatever. Then he admitted in text that, or he had threatened in March to break my fingers. Then he threatened to bury me in April if I took his kids away at the same time I was seeking um, sole custody. And so May came around and all this happened. So I went and filed the domestic violence injunction after getting a text that he was following my phone. So you got the, the injunction. Did you, were there a lot of steps to do that? How did that work? It took me an entire day. 
I went in and I spoke with the domestic violence um, advocates that are in the courthouse. And they helped, you know, told me, all right, we're going to get this paperwork and this is how you do it. So I sat there the entire day, had to bring up everything that happened in the past and why I needed the injunction now. It's a protection, protective order in some states and uh, no contact order in other states. Just depends on what your state calls it, but ours is domestic violence injunction. I filled out the paperwork. I gave as much detail as I could. And then I had to wait until after five o'clock when the judge was done doing all the cases for the judge to decide whether I was going to get a temporary. So I got the temporary. Um, they approved it and it's approved for 15 days. When I went to court, my husband wasn't there. He did hire an attorney and the attorney asked for it to be continued. I did not have to let it be continued, but I was anxious at the time and I was just like, yeah. But it also in hindsight, good now he gets to hear my story so the judge has set an hour-long hearing which happens wednesday and i will be against an attorney um, not represented by anybody um, there'll be a domestic violence advocate sitting next to me just for support but other than that i'm going to go in there and tell my story and they're either gonna you know the judge is either gonna understand my story because mine is my, it, the physical and the threats and Honestly, they're not what is the most important to me. The most important is my mental health because he has ruined who I was before. And I just want to get back to who I was or get back better than who I was. I absolutely relate to that. So after you go through this divorce hearing tomorrow, you will be officially divorced. As far as I know. You, you don't expect to have any, any trouble because of your background. And because what you of your research, you know that what what you can expect, you're not expecting any shockers or anything. No, no, because he's in default and he won't be there, so there's nobody to shock. Oh, good. Oh, it's that's just me. Um, his attorney can't even join in on it yet. If he wanted to take me back to court, that's an option. Okay. But there could be some shockers. As far as the divorce, no. The domestic violence injunction, I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, he may show up. I know he's supposed to appear by phone. What state do you live in, if you don't mind me asking? Florida. Florida. Okay. How do you recommend that someone do the research they need to do in order to start this process themselves? Are there, you know, different rules for different states? How do there they are find different rules for different states. Mm -hmm. And the suggestion to start is to look up your county, look up your state with the word legal forms on Google, and you'll see what your state has available. Sometimes they don't let you do it without an attorney if you've got property and businesses, and you probably wouldn't want to do it by yourself if you have those things. But if it's just a simple divorce and you know, you with or without children, you can do it on your own. I had a simple divorce because we didn't mm -hmm. own very much at all, and, and we didn't have a child. Um, but back then, I think I paid like $400, including the filing fee. <laughs> right. Total, I paid 500 Yeah. Um, and then my parenting class was free because I filed the indigent status after the Nice. Good. But, you know, it was, that would have only been $44 out of my pocket. I think that would have been better than the 500 that came out, but it is what it is. I'll just be glad to be free of it. I totally feel you. So... If you were to offer general tips 
for people in any state? Right. What like what are things they need to remember when they're doing this? What are some ideas on things they should be careful about or anything like that? Any tips, final tips for them on this? Be sure to research your state laws and what they view as domestic violence. If you have proof of any of that, depending on whether your state is an at-fault state or no-fault state. Mine is a no-fault state, so basically he could be, you know, halfway killing me and it wouldn't matter. I could just divorce him on irreconcilable differences. But um, some states let you bring it all out, air the dirty laundry. But if you have proof of that, you should, you know, keep hold of it because you could use it like I had to with the domestic violence injunction. You never know. I mean, he was gone for from January to May before I felt the need I I should get protection from him. In regards to divorce in general, for anybody who's thinking about it, whether they're going to do it themselves or not, what are some things that you would, that you wish you knew then that you know now? What are some things that, you know, and not, not necessarily regarding the filing of it, but like maybe documentation or... You should not move out of the property. You should stay as, as long as it's safe to stay. You should stay because the judge may award you the occupancy of the house until after the divorce is over. And then that can be decided in the divorce. You should um, decide or figure out what you want with, to go with or to do with the kids. Do you want, you know, do you want them full time? Uh, is there a reason you need them sole custody? Um, I decided that he was not going to co-parent. He was going to counter-parent. And it would just be easier if I had sole custody. Then I don't have to call him about anything. I can take care of my girls. Eventually, I might be willing to let him have visitation back. But he would have to do a lot of things in order to get those. And I have asked the courts for those things. But you, you need to, you know, write down what you want for visitation, what you want for child support. Really think about what it's going to take because I've been divorced twice before. Literally what I got back in 2001 was what I, or in 2001 when we divorced, is what I got all the way through her 18th birthday. You need to make sure that, because I really didn't want to do the going back to court and trying to increase it or whatever. I just wanted to be done. So make sure it's enough that you can, you know, live comfortably and raise your children with your support as well. When you do file, there's a there's a chance you could get indigent status. If you don't have the income and you can't afford to file for divorce, ask the courthouse if you can file indigent status and they'll decide at that moment whether you fit that criteria or not. And then all of your divorce and everything else that goes along with it could be free. When I filed for divorce, I did not know about the indigent status, even though I had gone to school to be a paralegal. That's not something they teach you. You're working for law firms. Had I known, I wouldn't have spent half of my rent money and struggled to get that money back to pay my rent. I, it would have been free. I spent the $500 and now it's gone. So you're going to do a column for queenbeing.com about doing your own divorce. So what do you have planned? You've already got the first one. It's up on the front page right now. What do you have planned for the rest of the column? I plan on making sure that you know the steps that you have to go through. I'm going to throw in a little bit of my experience to make it a little more human and not just, hey, this is what you have to do. And, you know, I would be excited to hear other people's experiences along the way if they're doing theirs on their own or if they've done them in the past. It's not hard. It can be done and it can be cheap. 
Good stuff. So everybody, you heard her request it. Leave your thoughts, your experiences, your questions, anything about going through a DIY divorce or any divorce at all that might be useful in the comments below, whether you have questions for Misty or you have experiences to share or you have ideas or advice for other survivors, please leave it all in the comments below. I'm excited to see how my story ends and I'll find out about that tomorrow. I will post you a video update and let everybody know. It is nerve wracking. It is very stressful, but just take a deep breath fill out the paperwork and put a smile on your face. Love it. I hope that you're smiling after tomorrow as well. <laughs> I do. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got for you right now. But as always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now, before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here. And while you're here, hit that subscribe button right there so that we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.